this episode is really not something uh, that I, I wanted to, to make. I, I don't think anyone wants to create content about something that is just so sad. But I think it's important to discuss it and to think about things in different ways. So today I'm going to take a few minutes just to have a chat about the Australian bushfire crisis. Now, it doesn't matter whether you have been directly affected by the fire or on the other side of the world. It's more than likely the case that you've heard of what's been happening in Australia's east and south over the past few months. Queensland, New South Wales, then Victoria, South Australia. Fires have been starting earlier and also with worse conditions to have them started in. And I'm not going to dive into the stats or the science because there are other people doing that and will do it a lot better than I could even attempt to do. This is How To Be Curious. I'm Kai Lovell. Now, if any of you follow my Instagram account, you would have seen uh, a bit of promotion about a website that I decided to set up. And this website was off my existing website, uh, my, my sort of personal portfolio uh, webpage, and it, it's still up. And you can go through and see really clearly the different areas that you can donate, who you can donate to. Uh, a bit of information on where that money's going and a direct link to then go and donate to that source or that fund or organization. The reason I set this up is because, you know, I was scrolling through social media and I was seeing so many different places that were looking for donations, so many different people needing help. And there were some really great organizations who were doing uh, a lot of promotion themselves. And, you know, there were Facebook fundraisers started by comedians that have raised over $50 million. There was a lot happening and some very generous people uh, showing their true Australian spirit uh, in a time of crisis for a lot of Australians. And I felt that it was necessary to simplify it a bit and to really lay out to people what issues matter to them and how they can get involved. So I set up the website and it's at kylovell.com forward slash bushfires. Um, and really, you know, from a, a point of curiosity, uh, it was me trying to use the skills that I had, uh, you know, web design and my, the, my interest in that area to actually create a, a, a bit of a public resource. Uh, and I shared it on my social media some sort of bigger accounts got behind it as well. Uh, and I've still got a couple of um, media outlets that are interested in possibly doing some coverage on it uh, in the next weeks uh, to come. And it was really interesting because I could see that some people um, were clicking on this sort of charity uh, outlet and this, you know, it was just different areas that people were clicking on and I would shuffle them around on the site um, to make sure that the ones that weren't getting donated to as much 
um, were still, you know, visible, uh, you know, at a glance. So I was able to use those analytics to actually make sure that it was evenly uh, distributed uh, to a certain extent on the site. And I got a lot of great feedback from it as well. People found that it was really helpful, uh, especially people actually uh, over in the States. In, in America, I, I got some great feedback. Um, and I think it's it's an amazing platform that this technology gives us to get behind relief effort, efforts rather uh, for such emergencies and um, you know catastrophes that we've seen over in the past few months. But I knew that, you know, beyond just the relief and sort of not only the uh, long-term recovery, but also the short-term sort of rescue and relief, uh, there was more to this. You know, it was actually becoming somewhat political. It says planet, not profit. It means that really we should be taking into account um, the impact of our actions in regards to the environmental impact and not just um, the monetary gain that we should receive. So mine says the climate is changing and our politicians aren't. And that's exactly what's happening. I feel like, of course, you know, sharing through social media and donating is a great way to help with the cause. But actually, like getting out into it and actually physically showing up um, maybe have a bigger impact just showing the amount of people that support this and want to do something about it. Australia is the number one exporter for coal in the world. And so what we do as a country impacts you know, it has an enormous impact and the fact that we're seeing absolutely no change is, you know, just unacceptable and we need to use our voices to show that we want this change and we need it. The role of the police here is to simply facilitate a safe protest and make sure everyone has a right to protest but everyone else has the right to go about their uh, daily business and free will. When we're in uniform, we're here to facilitate the protest. We're not here to um, have an opinion either way. Uh, we represent the state government and the WA police to ensure that everyone has um, a safe community to be um, participating in the protest and in the streets and going about their normal business. It's very clear to anyone who's paying attention that the whole body country is on fire and leadership is doing nothing. And so I think these kind of protests are important to, you know, show that, that people care and people want action and people want people to acknowledge that this is caused by climate change and isn't some conspiracy. This is what's going to happen. And we have evidence that said this would happen. And, and yeah, we want government and leadership to be accountable for that. Yeah, I'm embarrassed, sad, you know, just disappointed by everything. I've been overseas and all people from other countries say to me is, what's happening? Why is your government not doing anything? How is this happening? This is atrocious. So I think it makes you feel disappointed, but it also is it's terrifying. And these are the kind of things that will continue to happen. So angry, disappointed, but mostly just scared. You had groups like Uni Students for Climate Justice organising national protests, encouraging young and old to come together and advertise and promote uh, and demand sort of key requirements that they were sort of placing, like sack ScoMo, so sack our Prime Minister, uh, and Climate Action Now, and fund the fireys. Those were those three sort of key points that these protests were trying to raise. I headed to the one uh, at my sort of local uh, capital city in Perth, and there were about 2,000 people there, and I've been to these protests before, uh, and I found that there are a lot of young people that are very agitated, a, a lot of young people that are angry, scared. And to a certain extent, I understand that because this is, you know, our future, uh, and it's the planet that we are 
sort of being thrown into. So we want our say. And I think seeing leadership uh, from different heads of state in the past few months, it's been interesting to observe the optics of some of these actions by our leadership uh, in government. But I think some of these posters that I saw at these protests, you know, they were like there was one step forward and one step back. Because there is one thing in a conversation to be feeling really driven to say something, but I think it's also how you say it that can affect the impact of your message. I think name-calling for the sake of name-calling is not a solution. But people have to do what is feeling right for them. And these protests, again, show the population of Australia that are not happy with how our bodies of government have reacted to these natural disasters. There has been a lot of media coverage on the fires and sort of wavering, uh, I guess, positions that these media outlets are taking uh, on not only the fires themselves, but also the causes, uh, the sort of, as I said, the political discussions that have ensued around the fires. There are people criticising the media, uh, you know, other people who are jumping on Twitter or other social media platforms and making it very political. There is criticism of that. But there is also sometimes a real focus on the relief effort and the great stories that are coming out of the Australian spirit. And I think that's what I've been trying to focus on, trying to look at some of the positives, but acknowledge that the negatives are going to need attention. And they're going to need support now and tomorrow and the next day and the next week. And some of the images that I've seen captured by some of Australia's uh, most talented photographers have really hit home. Uh, Because you're seeing people in residential houses that look like yours or the persons down the street. And people that are just average Australians that have now had their lives changed forever. These fires have been not only a pivotal moment for leadership in Australia, both from uh, sort of, I guess, guerrilla groups like uni students for climate justice, but also our parties, opposition and current government, because these fires were not unprecedented. We had experts predicting them months before there was even hint of them happening. But nonetheless, they did happen. And for a lot of us who still have houses uh, to live in and food and water that is accessible, power to power our lights and phones, we have a responsibility, I think, to offer what we can. If that is monetary, fantastic. And if you're looking for some more clarity, as I mentioned before, my website, uh, kyloffle.com forward slash bushfires has that information. But considering to yourself what you can do in your own lives, whether it's direct fire prevention around your property or, or a broader set of actions and changes that you're going to make 
uh, in your own lives around climate change. There is so much we can do, but there is so much more we can't do as well. But in this time, we have to remember that this has happened before and it will happen again. Severity, intensity, outcome, that might get worse. But there are some really powerful stories that I've been reading that really depict what some of these fires actually result in. Some can result in connection, unity, a deeper understanding, a greater sense of empathy, kindness where kindness never was. And beyond the hate and the debate, I encourage you to get curious about how you can help instead. You've been listening to How To Be Curious, recorded in Perth, Western Australia. Thanks for joining us. 